0: Um, I want to talk to you fairly briefly because I have a bunch of stuff to do about, um, some realizations and some kind of, uh, yeah, some realizations that I've had to go through over the past, um, over the past really year or so, or I should say I've had the opportunity to go through them the past year or so. Um, but I've had to go through them for a long time. So I grew up, uh, uh, in a in a my, my mom was a business or she yeah she was a business owner, um, owned a traditional traditional business. Uh, my dad is a um, uh, he's a pastor of a very very large church and uh, is an incredible leader of uh, of an amazing organization right now. And I grew up primarily not treating money that well um, myself. I'm not talking about my parents. I'm talking about me. So, like when I started to make money, um, I saved every penny I could. So I started working at my first job at 15 years old, and I saved every penny I could until I bought my first car. And um, you know, obviously, my parents paid all of my bills at 15 years old. I just literally stashed everything I made, and eventually bought my first car with it. And so I got pretty good at at, uh, at saving money, and then purchasing something, right? And I you know I even flipped a couple cars in high school and I worked three jobs in high school. I worked literally seven days. I remember one week I worked seven days every week or every, every day that week, and I was like overkill, so I was like, I need to take a, day, take a day off. I mean, freaking God you know rested on the seventh day. I should too, right? And so um, I, I got good at knowing like recognizing the value of work and working for money, um, but then, yeah I would spend it. And I, I basically became pretty proficient at, at, at blowing money. Um, and I got into my network marketing business, as you might know, at right around the time I turned 21. I was actually 20 years old, just about to turn 21. And I had like an about face almost instantly. It was actually quite crazy. Um, like complete about face. And I turned into an extremely frugal person. Um, now I was, the only thing I wasn't frugal with was my business. I invested every dollar into the business. I was, I absolutely did not check anything. I invested always. So if there was a conference I needed to go to, I invested in. If I needed to process my auto ship, which I always did, you know, that was 450 bucks a month at the time. I did it. Um, if I needed to process anything, like I always did it. So even as a 20 year old making basically nothing, um, I, I didn't count the cost of investing. But I did count the cost of everything else. I was extremely frugal um, with my personal expenses. And I don't know what changed, what shifted it in me, but it, um, you know, I, that was kind of close to coming out of the 08 crash. So my parents had, like literally, as I got into my network marketing company, uh, my parents had just had a major uh, major kind of catastrophe with the 08 crisis. Um, so I'm talking, this is 2009. So maybe it was that that kind of shifted my mentality. I'm not really sure. But it did. It shifted greatly. And I essentially lived in this very frugal mindset for, um, f- well, for really ever. Um, you know, even when my wife and I did the traveling thing, you know, you might know that we traveled for 18 months. And um, a lot of that time was overseas. Um, and a lot of the time was in Bali and Thailand and Malaysia. And these are amazing places, like amazing. I loved them. But if you don't know, like they are very cheap to live at in comparison to the, to the U S especially in comparison to Chicago where we used to live or now we're in Southern California, which makes Chicago look cheap. Um, like it's, it's very, very cheap over there. And I literally, um, this is, I mean, rebels was literally rebels existed at that time. Like rebels had already come out. Um, and so this is, you know, kind of in the same era of life that I'm in now but I literally budgeted to like the dollar Um, and we didn't need to. So like, don't get me wrong. um, We're still far away from our from our financial goals, our ultimate financial goals. And we were even further away back then, but we didn't, I didn't need to be budgeting down to the dollar. I just didn't. I mean, you know, we would, we, you know, we weren't making nearly as much then per month, but we were stable, right? We were stable and we had savings. And so, like, for me to be budgeting to literally the dollar does, did not make sense. It was a waste of space, mentally. I literally remember being at a co-working space, an office in Bali, and um, everything was in what's called Indonesian rupiah. That's their currency. And I, me- I remember the conversion rate at the time was about 14,000 rupiah, which is insane, I know. 14,000 rupiah to $1. And there was a Diet Coke. Now, don't I know, I shouldn't drink Diet Coke, whatever. I was drinking one then. There's a Diet Coke in the fridge... Of uh, the co-working space, it was fifty-three thousand rupiah. That was well, whatever that is, right? Um, oh no, actually, it wasn't that much. No, no, sorry, it was fifteen thousand rupiah. It was just over one dollar. It was like a dollar ten, something like that. So it's like fifteen thousand rupiah. And now that I'm saying this, I think it was actually twelve thousand rupiah. I think it was under one dollar. And I literally remember multiple, di- multiple times, multiple days, not buying the diet coke. Because I had exceeded my daily budget the, that day or something, or the day before. I literally had a daily budget. And, and don't get me wrong, like, we lived very, very good over there, right? Like, you know, we ate out every meal. Um, you know, we lived in a great place. We, we, had, an, we had a co-working spot office thing. Um, we took private surf lessons. Like, we lived good. But I still budgeted to the dollar. And uh, I honestly stressed myself out because I was doing that kind of thing. And I look back, I'm like, my gosh, like how many, how much mental space did you take up? How many experiences did you miss because you were doing that stuff? Like, how dumb could you be? Remember I told you, like, I didn't need to be doing that. And at one point I did need to do that. Like during a lot of my career in network marketing, I did need to budget to the dollar. And it was like, I I, I took that into my future, even when I didn't need to as much. And it took, it takes energy to do that. So most people I talk to, they actually need to be better budgeters. So you, I don't know where you're at, right? Um, you know, you could, you could be like me or you could be like most people and most people truly need to learn how to budget and they need to like learn how to tighten their belt. There's occasional people like me who need to learn how to loosen it. Um, not necessarily spend lavishly, but just not to think about saving all the time and think about production. We come back home from all that traveling and I end up um, moving in. Well, not really moving in, but we ended up coming to California and we didn't uh, take get an Airbnb at first. We stayed with a friend. That friend is actually our upline in our current network marketing company. Um, he's like one of the biggest earners in the company and um, he does quite well for himself. And... Uh, we ended up staying with him for actually many months, which ended up was we didn't know, of course, that would, would happen at the time. But uh, we ended up having a, just an amazing time, and we stayed with him for quite a long time. We ended up moving and ten minutes away from him because we love this area so much and really grew quite close to him. Um, but what we f- saw him do is he 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 was on the he is on the other end of the spectrum. He spends lavishly, um, and. I needed that to, in my life. I needed to just, he, like I was on one side of the ditch and he was in the other side of the ditch and I needed to get someone to pull me over at least somewhere in the middle. And so I remember like our first week there, I told him, cause you know, he was just letting us stay at his house. So I was like, Hey dude, I'll, I'll get the groceries for the week. We go to the grocery store and he just loads that freaking thing up. I remember to this day, it was like $450 and you're like, oh, yeah, that's normal, Zach, for a family of four. I spend that every week. No, 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 no. This is from me, Ashley, and one other guy, and we ate through everything in three days. We ate through all of it in three days. So that was just a microcosm of it. One time we came back from you know doing some work. It was a Thursday night, random Thursday night. He wants to go out to dinner. We go out to dinner literally on a whim, wearing sweatpants. Ashley's in yoga pants. We go to one of the nicest steakhouses in Southern California, and we drop like 150 bucks each or um, yeah, something. It was like three hundred something dollars for the meal, and we're in and out in forty five minutes to an hour. And there was obviously you just. You remember I just told you the story about the Diet Coke, and then you think about the steakhouse dinner, like it basically broke me my mentality. It was like I, like literally I would lose my marbles if I didn't shift, and so I had to say, you know what, I can't focus on what I just spent or in my mind what I just lost. I have to focus on what I can gain. So let me focus on production. And in a sideways kind of way, this guy, his name is Steve. This guy, Steve, he taught me without teaching me. He never said a word just through his actions. He taught me to focus on production. Even though I always kind of did, he showed me that I wasn't. And he had made financial boo-boos in his life, but he cut his losses really quickly and he moved on. Another example is when we first moved to Southern California, we rented a house that ended up being a horrible, horrible move. Um, it looked beautiful in every capacity, but it ended up being an absolutely terrible fit for us. Terrible. Um, I was miserable every day that I was there. So was Ashley. And, and we were like, okay, our lease is go- it's, it's a two-year lease. We don't get out of this for two years, but I'm going to be miserable for two years. We're, and we thought like, okay, what can we do? And we basically, had to, we basically had to buy our way out of the lease. And it was, it's, it was a big expense. And we thought, you know what, what would Steve do? And we're like, well, Steve would literally cut his losses. He would pay for this thing and he'd get out of here and he would just start over. I'm like, you know what? That's what we're going to do. We did it. We cut the loss. We incurred a bunch of expenses to do it. And we just moved on. You say, you know, forget about it. Just move on and go make it happen. Um, and you know what? That mentality for me was the thing that kind of unlocked us and helped us move into the level that we're at now. And I think, of course, there's a spot that we need to unlock again to move into the next level. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you because that's the super, super impactful for me. And one thing I just want to caution you is: is like I'm still like brutal. I, like every single week, I look. I don't look at our investments because that's not smart to do it every week. But I reallocate or look at reallocating the investments to get everything stable. I look at all of our balances, right? I look at what's happened in the past week, and every month I take a actual a macro view at things because one thing things the network marketers do really really bad is handle their money like crap. Most network marketers I know are complete idiots. In fact, most online marketers I know are complete idiots with their cash, and. You know the, the, the sun doesn't shine the same dog's butt twice. It doesn't stay there forever. It moves, right? So if you're getting, the sun is light hitting you now and you're feeling good now and you're making money now, that's great. Just know that it, the, the, the tides of time will shift. And if you're making money, do intelligent things with that money because it can go away. And in many cases, it will. Most people that are making money today Good money in in, in these industries haven 't gone through a major recession, um, and so just recognize that that 's okay. but what i 'm telling you is not to go be lavish, crazy people what i 'm telling you is if you were like me, overly frugal for no reason, focus on production, you can do a lot more if you 're like more the more common a person in network marketing, which is totally okay, where you already focus heavily on production and what you can make. That's cool. Keep that level of focus, but do two things. Number one, watch where your money's going. So what I would do is print out a a bank statement or credit card statement for the past three months and line item everything, right? Where is it all going? My guess is you'll all be able to find a few hundred bucks a month that is disappearing that you didn't know about, right? Now, Personally, I don't do this anymore. Like I don't line item everything, not even close. Um, but if you need to get yourself stuff, stuff under control, you know that if that's you, go do it, right? Um, the second thing is if you're a production-focused person, do things that produce. I talked to someone not too long ago. They were a production-based network marketer mentally, but she wasn't doing anything that was producing in network marketing. She just always told herself, oh, I'll go make more later, but she never actually did anything to go make more later. So that was just stupid. So obviously go do things. All right. Hopefully this helps you guys. I do have to run here, but hopefully this was helpful. Uh, We love you all. We appreciate you. If you found value, drop down below, hit the five-star review button and leave a, or hit the five-star rating button and leave a review. That'd be awesome. We'd love it. Appreciate you all. Hopefully you have an amazing day. Talk to you soon.